Welcome back to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets right here on Mayo Media Network. I'm your host, Jay Kahn, taking a look at bets and DraftKings plays for Thursday, January 27th in the National Hockey League. We actually have a nice 10-game card to get into, but before we do, please remember to like the show and subscribe to Mayo Media Network as well. Let's get into things and let's kick things off with the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions, Tampa Bay Lightning, hosting the New Jersey Devils. Tampa's a minus 320, huge favorite on home ice. The Devils are plus 255 on the money line on the road. The over-under is way up at six and a half for this game. The Devils have lost five of their last six with the one win weirdly being a 7-4 win over the Hurricanes. I'm not really sure where that seven goal performance came from against the Canes, but good for New Jersey there. They lost 5-1 to the Stars on Tuesday. Didn't look great in that game. They have major goaltending issues right now as well. We already know Jonathan Bernier is done for the season. Now Mackenzie Blackwood is on the injured reserve. So they're down to their third, fourth string goaltenders. That's never good against anybody, especially not good facing a team like the Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa actually hasn't played since Saturday when they finished up their California trip with a big 7-1 win over the San Jose Sharks. They've won five of their last six games now. They just played a bit of a sleepy game on Friday in Anaheim. But other than that, this Bolts team has just been rolling. The bad news is Nikita Kucherov has entered COVID protocols this week, so he won't be available for this game. But as we've seen with Tampa so many times the past few years, star players in and out of this lineup, they just have so many other guys that can step up. So I'm not willing to, to lay the minus 320 price. I just think that that's too steep. I also don't want to bet New Jersey against the Tampa Bay Lightning, but the under really entices me here. I, on this show countless times this year, I've been taking Tampa Bay unders. Usually it's around under six, assuming that Vasilevsky's playing. So assuming Vasilevsky is playing this game under six and a half with the hook there involved as well. I actually really like that. I don't know how many goals we're expecting New Jersey to score on Vasilevsky. I could easily see Tampa running away with this game, but let's just hope it stays under the six and a half total. Next up, we've got another pretty healthy favorite. The New York Rangers are minus 220 favorites on the road in Columbus to take on the Jackets, who are plus 190 home dogs. The over-under is six for this game. The Rangers continue to win games and jockey at the top of the Metropolitan Division. They've won five of their last six games coming off of a really close shootout win over the Kings on Monday, which was a, a really exciting shootout. If you got a chance to check that game out, Adam Fox tucked the puck good night into the top shelf to end that game. Uh, the Jackets, on the other hand, have lost their last two games going into Wednesday against the Flames. So as of recording, I'm not sure what happens in that game against the Calgary Flames, but this will be the second half of a road back-to-back or the second half of a back-to-back story with no travel for the Jackets. So they're staying at home. I don't worry too much about those. I actually think sometimes you can play better on the second half of those types of back-to-backs. You get into a bit of a rhythm for the home team playing back-to-back games uh, in your own barn. I don't mind the price with Columbus here, plus 190. I'd like to see who's officially starting for the Rangers. If it ends up being a Georgiev game, I like the Jackets even more. So maybe take a look at starting goaltenders for this one before you end up playing it. But I'd give a look to Columbus on the money line. I think that's a pretty big price. And like I said, I'm not overly concerned by the fact that they played the night before just because there's really no travel involved here for the Jackets. Next up, we've got a, another chalk game, the Carolina Hurricanes, minus 240 favorites on the road in Ottawa to take on the Sens, who are plus 195 
home underdogs. The over-under is six here. The Canes are good. I don't need to tell you that. If you're listening to this show, if you follow hockey, you know how good the Canes are. They've won four of their last five games, coming off a 4-3 overtime win against Vegas on Tuesday. But they actually blew a a two-goal lead in that game late. They did find a way to still win it in overtime. They've been great at home. They've been equally as impressive on the road this year as well. 14-5-1 on the road for the Hurricanes going into Ottawa on Thursday night. The Sens have actually won two games in a row and surprisingly have only allowed one goal total in those games. If there was a concern about Ottawa for me, it's always been the defense and the goaltending, but the last couple of games, it's been pretty good. Now, granted, it was against Columbus and Buffalo, but still a step in the right uh, direction defensively for the Ottawa Senators. Matt Murray had the shutout in goal on Tuesday in that most recent game. They did lose Drake Batherson to an ankle injury as Aaron Dell just absolutely trucked him. Uh, Aaron Dell was awarded a three-game suspension for that one, actually, and he certainly got his money's worth. It was tough to see Drake Batherson get hurt. Young player having a great season. One of the reasons why I've been so excited to bet the Sens here as at big dog prices the rest of the year. This is obviously a big dog price for the Sens. They're on home ice. We know Carolina is a good team. I think I could get behind the plus 195 here. I, I like, look, I understand why the line is the way that it is. And Carolina deserves to be a favorite like this against the Sens. But the Sens are just one of those teams I think I'm blindly okay with backing at big dog prices the rest of the season because I think they're going to fight hard. It is tough that they lost Batherson. Like, like I said, he was one of those reasons why I was kind of excited to back them in the second half of the season. But they still have some other talented players there that I, I think can, can pick up the slack in the meantime. So plus 195 with the Sens, I think that'll at least get a sprinkle from me on Thursday night. Next up, we've got a pretty tight game here. The New York Islanders minus 140 favorites on home ice starting to turn things around a little bit. The Kings come into town at plus 120 on the money line as road underdogs. We actually have a flat over and under five for this game. Very rare in the NHL these days uh, with the over five juice at about minus 135 as of recording. The Kings have actually played great hockey lately, even though it might not show in the results. You look at their wins and losses. Yeah, they've been losing a lot of games. They've actually lost four of their last five games, but I really like the way that they've been playing. They had a tough, tough three, two shootout loss against the Rangers on Tuesday, but I I think the Kings are playing some really solid hockey right now. The Isles have actually been kind of the opposite where I haven't been overly impressed when I watch them, but they are winning games. They've won seven of their last nine. They're inching their way back into a possible playoff conversation in, in the Eastern conference, but it's a big uphill battle for the Islanders to do so after they dug themselves such a big hole. They got past Philly 4-3 on Tuesday. I like the Kings in this spot. I just think that the Kings are the better team right now. I think they're playing better hockey. Plus 120, I think, is a pretty fair price. And the Islanders really just haven't impressed me or really gone out and, like, dominated a team. So I'm going to take the Kings here. As you can see by the total, we're expecting it to be a pretty low-scoring game. I could see this very much being yet another 3-2 hockey game. And I'll just take the plus money in that instance. I I could see this going to overtime as well. Two teams in different conferences. Maybe they just each play for the point and and see who gets the extra point uh, in in the extra time. And I'll just take the plus money in that instance. So plus 120 for the Kings for me in this game. Next up, we've got the Pittsburgh Penguins who are just on a tear right now. This team looks so good. Minus 310 favorites on home ice against the Seattle Kraken, who are plus 245 dogs on the road. The over-under is up at six and a half for this game. The Kraken headed on the road after a six-game homestand. They went three and three, so it actually wasn't a bad homestand for Seattle the way they've been playing this year. Finished off with a 4-2 loss against the Preds on Tuesday. They've actually been scoring and generating more chances lately, which is, I think, good to see. The offense still is just so stale to me, but I think we've seen some trends in the right direction at the very least for Seattle in terms of offense. 
the pens are really looking like the old pens again this season six game win streak coming into this one they've scored at least five goals in four of those six games so the offense is rolling Sidney Crosby we're starting to see Evgeny Malkin get up to midseason form after he missed so much of the season so the pens are a tough team to fade right now I'm not going to be betting this game really in any fashion I suppose I'd give a look to the under six and a half because sometimes Seattle can play these types of boring low scoring games but the way that this Pittsburgh offense is clicking I don't think that's a bet that's going to get very much money from me so this one's a pass I think Pittsburgh should roll against Seattle on Thursday night this is a great game maybe a Stanley Cup final preview I, I don't know we'll, we'll have to wait and see but two teams that certainly think they're contenders right now the Florida Panthers minus 160 favorites on home ice against the Vegas Golden Knights who are plus 140 road dogs the over-under is again up at six and a half for this game Vegas continues what I'm calling the gauntlet road trip in the NHL right now uh, which has actually gone quite well they beat the Caps one nothing on Monday then they took a point from the Canes on Tuesday so three out of a possible four points so far this will be their third road game in four nights though so a really difficult spot for Vegas and then they get Tampa to sort of close out this really difficult road trip the Panthers not a great spot for them either they return from their western Canadian slash Seattle road trip where they went three and two so five game road trip usually that first game home sometimes you can catch a team a little bit sleepy uh and they've had their road struggles this season. So they'll certainly take that three and two record on the road, but they've been so, so good at home in Florida, uh, finished off with a five, three win over the jets on Tuesday. So they've got some good vibes coming into this Thursday game. I like the Panthers here, even though it's not a great spot for them. I think it's probably an even worse spot for the Vegas Golden Knights, but they continue to find ways to keep these games close and pick up points on this road trip. So I don't want to lay the puck line with Florida, which is usually what I would do in this instance, because I could see Vegas keeping this close, maybe, even getting it to overtime but I, I do like Florida on the money line I think they find a way to win this hockey game and maybe open it up offensively as well but really excited to watch this one next up we've got the Anaheim Ducks the disrespected Anaheim Ducks I, I must say minus 130 favorites on the road in Montreal to take on the Habs who are plus 110 home underdogs the over under is set at five and a half for this game the Ducks have picked up two wins in a row against top Eastern Conference teams going into their game Wednesday night against the Toronto Maple Leafs. They beat Tampa 5-1 on Friday. They followed that up on the road in Boston with a 5-3 win on Monday, and yet they continue to get sort of disrespected in the odds market. They're a huge dog on Wednesday night against the Maple Leafs as well, but they have most of their players back now. They were dealing with some issues, players in and out of the lineup, COVID issues, injuries, all of that, but they have their full complement of players back for the most part now, which was giving them so much success early in the season. So I really like where the Ducks are at and I don't think the market has really adjusted to Anaheim just yet the Habs actually showed their first signs of life all season last week they beat the Stars they lost in overtime to both Vegas and, and Colorado so it's probably as good as Montreal's played all season but then they follow that up losing 8-2 to the Minnesota Wild and looking like they don't even belong in the same league as Minnesota so this is actually a pretty good spot for Montreal they'll be more rested than the Ducks the Ducks will have played the night before but the Toronto to Montreal travel isn't that difficult and I think Anaheim wins this game. I, I really do. I, I think that no matter what happens on Wednesday against Toronto, whether they win or they lose, I think that this is two points that Anaheim needs if they want to stay in the race in the Western Conference. You can't give up these types of points against bottom feeding teams. So I will take the Ducks on the money line. If you want to play the puck line, I think you can as well. But I feel like it could be a tighter game. So the money line feels the safer play for me in this instance. Next game, I really like this spot. The St. Louis Blues minus 130 favorites on home ice against the Calgary Flames. 
Flames, who are plus 110 road underdogs. The over-under is six for this game. The Flames will be searching for a similar result as Monday. They obliterated the Blues 7-1 in Calgary, but this will be the second half of a road back-to-back for the Flames as they do play in Columbus on Wednesday. So they go Columbus to St. Louis. The Blues were in a brutal spot in that game I mentioned against the Flames. It was their third road game in four nights, second half of a back-to-back, and they looked like a team that was in that type of spot. They did not play like they've been playing for the most part this year. This is a much better spot for them here. Now it's Calgary that's the team that's on the second half of a back-to-back. The Blues are the team that's at home, more well-rested. I think this is a great chance for the Blues to get some revenge. And the line that it's currently sitting at right now, minus 130, I think is a very fair price. I would actually look at laying the puck line and thinking that maybe you could catch Calgary in a really bad spot and the Blues could uh, return the favor, maybe not quite 7-1, but win by a few goals. So I like the Blues on, on the puck line on Thursday night. Next up, we've got the Winnipeg Jets. Boy, do they ever need a win. Minus 165 favorites on home ice. The Vancouver Canucks plus 145. Another team that could really use a win coming into Winnipeg. The over-under is five and a half here. The Canucks have lost three in a row and six of their last eight. Some of that Bruce Boudreaux magic is wearing off. And a lot of that is due to COVID issues. I mean, this team is just totally depleted. A lot of their core players missing over the past couple of weeks. Bo Horvat, Tanner Pearson, Connor Garland, and both goaltenders remain on the COVID list as of this recording. So hopefully they get some good news at some point on Thursday and somebody can come off of that list saying the Jets need a win like I did earlier is a complete understatement they just finished a brutal part of their schedule and they lost all five games they held leads in a few of those games uh, and it it was ugly they returned home on Tuesday for the first time since mid-December and they lost 5-3 to the Florida Panthers so I'm not comfortable back in the Jets at minus 165 the way that they've been playing, but I will take a stab at the over five and a half goals here. The Jets have been really leaky defensively. I think Vancouver can attack that, and I think that the Jets can score with whatever goaltender is starting for Vancouver, even though Spencer Martin did look good the other night. If it's him again, I think the over five and a half at plus money seems like a good play here. Last game on the card, the Edmonton Oilers, who are starting to turn things around a little bit. Minus 120 favorites on home ice against the Nashville Predators, who are even money. The over-under is set at six here. The Preds are back on track after a little dip. They've won three in a row, including a 4-2 win in Seattle on Tuesday. Fully healthy, except for Ellie Tolvanen, who's on the COVID list. So a pretty fully healthy team in Nashville. The Oilers have now won two in a row. And both games, they trailed 2-0. So maybe a bit of a season saver for the Oilers here. A couple rallies. They have a few winnable games here as well. So good chance, I think, to string some wins together. Start to get some good vibes going for Edmonton. This is a game I think I'm going to be avoiding. We'll see where the line goes on Thursday. But I just I don't trust the Oilers, even though they've won a couple of games here. I'm not backing them at a favorite price just yet. So wait and see approach. If the line does shift towards the Oilers, I could see myself grabbing the Preds at some sort of plus money on Thursday night. As for DraftKings, um, a couple things I think you want to keep in mind here. Pens, Tampa, and the Canes, I believe, are all going to be pretty popular stacks, as you can see by the odds, the fact that these teams are just huge, huge, huge favorites. So we got to find some value elsewhere if you don't want to get too uh, clogged up with ownership. Artemi Panarin is a weird one for me, seems to be so underpriced. So that, I guess, could lead to some ownership as well. But 6,400 for Panarin against the Columbus Blue Jackets, I like that price a lot. So again, there might be some ownership for it, but I do like that price for Panarin. Chris Kreider, Adam Fox could be other good options in that game as well. I mentioned earlier, I like the spot for the Blues. I think they could actually score quite a bit on Calgary, and there's some really cheap core Blues players. Tarasenko is the most expensive. I'd probably avoid him and look more in the Jordan Cairo, Ryan O'Reilly range, which is about 
54, $5,600 in that range. Those are the guys I'd be targeting for the Blues. Vancouver and Winnipeg. One guy on Vancouver I'd, I'd like to mention is Brock Besser. He's been playing huge minutes for Vancouver, usually good shot volume as well with all those guys out of the lineup. $5,600 for Brock Besser on Thursday night. Vegas and Florida is another game I think you should obviously take a look at. The Panthers just play such high event games on home ice, and there's some pretty cheap value plays, I think, in there. Mark Stone is, is fairly cheap, in my opinion, for Vegas. So I think both sides of that game, you can maybe find some value. And I mentioned I like Anaheim as well against Montreal. I mean, we know Montreal is just bad, and they give up a lot of goals, even to a, a Ducks team that might not look like on paper they're an offensive juggernaut. Gets laughs under $4,000. Terry, Raquel, Zegris are all around 5000 I think that's a good way that you can maybe go more expensive with some other guys to fill your roster out with some Anaheim Ducks on Thursday. That's going to be it for me today. Thanks for listening and watching. You can check me out on Twitter at jhan 4 As always, good luck with your bets and your lineups, and I'll catch you all next week. Mm-hmm.